Hey everyone, this is Laura from Toledo Takes on ALS. Today we're sharing Chuck's Shindig, a pale ale from Buffalo Rock. And you're listening to Bevy's on Tap. Welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, this is episode number 29. Hard to believe. I know. Like one more and we're, we're at 30. The dirty 30, man. About the same age as you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm glad we're still doing we this. We got to get to like the, what do they call the silver to get yeah. to my age. So um, we yeah, won't go cool, there. Man. It's a rough topic. <laughs> Um, so, uh, today we're going to talk about Toledo takes on ALS. Um, we're here with our friend and guest, Laura Bigelow. Hi there. What's up, Laura? Hello. Happy Laura, to be to here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, welcome to Bevy's on Tap. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so Cheers, today we're um, doing things a little bit different because we're in the brewery recording instead of the garage. Um, we're drinking out of a glass. It's <laughs> wonderful. You're not hearing the pop, the pop top open or the pull tab open uh, at home for the listeners. But um, hopefully you're sitting there and enjoying your favorite bevy with us. Or, or cruising your um, car on your way yeah, to work. Yeah, at least listening. Yeah, having coffee. <laughs> not your, maybe one of your favorite beverages. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, yeah. uh, so getting started uh we are having kind of a special event today or a podcast kind of focused around uh toledo takes on als and we're going to dive into that we're also going to dive into um a new beer that we have on tap yeah um chuck shindig and we'll go a little bit deeper into that but before that jeff what'd you do this weekend yeah man it was a solid weekend went to uh the german american fest and, oh uh, yeah, the yeah. Gaff. Fun. <laughs> the Gaff. We always go on Saturday. I, I saw pictures. Favorite. It was so crazy. Yeah, and uh, we always get lucky. We go to this every year, and we always go on Saturday. Where we live in West Toledo, um, we're like two blocks away from a shuttle pickup. Perfect. Uh, it's perfect. So like we literally can walk from our house to the shuttle pickup, and then you know it takes you back same place that it picked you up and you can just walk home which which you can literally stumble home because my girlfriend Britt her some of her family came from New York for it and yeah you had a whole crew yeah we had a, like a crew of like maybe 10 people or so this year and it was so much fun nice um, and it was a great day because we've had some yeah. hot weather you know it was like I think it was like 80 degrees or something when we went the sun was out so it was, it was a lot of fun uh, which I know that you were you at an event or we had an event as well. Uh, I stopped briefly by the the uh, Rutherford B Hayes um, uh, Gardens and House oh, yeah, historic was, uh, location Saturday for uh, that was Saturday evening, correct? Saturday evening, yep, yeah. yep. Right on, man. I, think, um, uh, I actually went on a motorcycle ride. Long story short to go buy bratwurst down in Bucyrus at a place <laughs> called Carly's. And um, I got there like four minutes too late. Oh, no. I pulled in the parking lot. It was like 
for something like that. Oh, no way. And they closed at 4 o'clock. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, totally so uh, well, we made the best of it. We went and had um, kind of an early dinner. Yeah. Uh, at, there was a barbecue place that's right next door that sits on a golf course, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. There you go. So other than that, this week, um, I went to – Toledo takes on ALS. Yeah, that was this past Thursday. I was down there as well. If uh, I just met Laura today, so if I would have seen you, I would have said, hey. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> well, next I, time. I, at next one time. point in time, I think I was talking to you, and I was talking about trying to introduce the two of you. Yes. Because I knew we were doing this today. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, we were trying to nail down, actually, the, the day of recording, whether it was going to be today or yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out. Yeah. It all worked out, yeah. man. So, yeah, Laura, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Um, that was a really cool event. Um, tell us, like, how like how the event Toledo takes on ALS um, come about? And I'll and I tell a little secret. Like, you know um, John Shinharo um, that got the whole thing kick-started, yes. I think. So, tell us... About John, how about you got John. Well, we need a lot more time to talk just about how wonderful a man John is. But um, in short, uh, John and Tracy Shinharl and their family and Doug and Lisa Downing, their family, and myself with my kids, uh, we our kids grew up together, went to the same schools, played uh, sports together, and I got to know John and Tracy very well, and they are just lifelong friends that I would do anything for. Um, Unfortunately, last October, John started having tingling in um, his left arm, and it progressed, and he was diagnosed with ALS that came out of the blue. As soon as the Downings and I found out, it was, what can we do? Where can we be for you? Name it anything. Right, so... Uh, for people like listening at home, ALS, um, often referred to as uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, and I got the the actual um, definition too because I think it's important to educate no, people and um, just get information out there and also be like accurate. So it's the amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, um, which makes me think it's related to like multiple sclerosis uh, unfortunately it's, attacks it's muscular muscle. yeah yeah, yeah uh, muscular in nature um okay, and it's so it's like neuro 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 driven though right like it's correct it's, okay. um it's very similar to ms um it affects everybody differently it can be extremely rapid which unfortunately it is for john right now he was diagnosed in october and he has his walking, his speech, his ability to swallow and eat has changed drastically in 10 months. So when he got that diagnosis in October, the next words literally out of John's mouth were, what can I do to help find a cure for ALS? I do not. Like you're giving me shivers. I like do not. This is, this is John, quote, unquote. I do not want this to be about me i want this to be about finding a cure for als so november of 2022 he looked at his wife and he said next summer we're having a fundraiser 
And she said, are you, are you sure you want to do it that quickly? And he said, August. So for, for people, again, at home, being diagnosed with ALS, it, for different people, it progresses at, at different um, intensities or speeds. It is kind of like a life sentence. It is. Like putting it kind of bluntly. Yep. As soon as um, he got the terminal, quote unquote, terminal diagnosis, that's when he said, right. God has given me this to give back. Lori said he's, um, he's 57. 57, 58, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So young. So young, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, his like- response to seeing the terminal diagnosis when he got home and started looking it up online, which every doctor will tell you don't do. Oh, yeah. He decided that he's very faith-filled. He and his family both are, or all are, and he, just, he said, God gave me this so I can give back. And that's what he did. Wow. So um, the first time I met John, um, you brought John out to the brewery. Yes. Here at Buffalo Rock. Um, and um, just a pleasant man. That, that was my first take a pleasant man to be in the room with um and like like inspiring like i, I don't know what the right word is He's it's a like quiet it's, force. it's it's somewhat um I, I, yeah it kind of took my breath away he's a quiet like, force I, and hard to say no to because yeah. he's um, so gentle yeah. and welcoming oh totally um yeah and and you are you were right about his progression, even in that amount of time from the time I saw him here at the brewery to seeing him at the event. Um, 10 short months. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely like noticeable changes. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we all say a prayer that that's, uh, miraculous things are coming out of this, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how he feels. Um, so at, I, I want to dive deeper into the ALS event. Jeff, yeah, totally. Jeff, do you got anything? Yeah, because like, I was going like, to ask you, because I uh, was also going there. Um, I know that we served the beer there, but um, talking about like him wanting to put this whole, you know, something together. I know that um, leading up to the event, um, there was like a page where people could donate yes. um, and you guys had a, there was a goal. Yes. Um, how much was the goal? Oh, I need to, I definitely need to tell you about that. Just to backtrack just a little bit, when yeah. they first contacted the National Ales for ALS uh, people on the West Coast, uh, it was a FaceTime with John and Tracy and Mark, or I'm sorry, Mike and Laura. They said, well, John, how, you know, what's your goal? Uh, for this event, how much do you want to raise? And John said, and we'll get to this later. His motto is "Think big." He said about a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand. And Mike and Laura on the West Coast visibly sat up in their chairs, got closer to the computer screen, and said, "Really? <laughs> well, we just might need to come out to this event." Once the press release was given out, handed out, released in August, we had 600 tickets sold. So mind you, this is before the press release. And we have had to bump up the goal every other week 
and his goal became 300,000. Wow. And after this event right now, we're about at 283,000. Wow. I was just going to say, I looked at it a week ago, either it was either a week ago today or a week ago Tuesday. And I saw it was like at 273 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And 283 is without the event tickets. Um, I'm sorry, the beer tickets and the tickets sales uh, the day of the event and the T-shirts and everything else. So 283 was sponsorship. Yeah, plus all the beers, because we made a fair amount of this, all the beers that we sell in-house, we are... Oh, right on as well. Cool. Yeah. yeah so that, so it's going. Point. It's going. It's it's going to extend out, and I believe almost all the breweries did it that way. Oh yes, oh, they so, did. Yeah, a um, dollar from the. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So basically, like Tim's talking about, um, every brewery who was a part of not only the event but also because this is nationwide, right? Like it is nationwide. Right. Yes. So because it's crazy because some breweries that I follow out of state, you know, and it was cool to see them post about mm-hmm. making a beer. You right know, for the ALS and um, basically how it works is uh, I believe this was through Yakima Chief uh, for getting the hops. Yes. Um, every uh, brewery who wanted to participate for this, um, it's all the same hop strain. So every brewery who made a beer, I believe there were some recipes already created, but you had the ability to create your own recipe, which is what we did. Yeah. Uh, made a beer specifically for this, um, but it felt like you were all you know, together doing it because we're all using like one same ingredient, which was pretty cool. Um, I felt pretty special and grateful to be a part of it. And we ended up making a, a pale ale, um, for it. It was a dry hopped pale ale. Um, um, so, and we only use usually typically like when we make beers, like we use different hop strains. So it's not only just like one specific hop strain, unless you're talking about our hazy. That's, I think that's the only one that we do one sole. But anyway, which is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give Jeff talking about hops and like pretty soon. Be like, yeah, this one was nice, um, and it was just so cool. Like, for example, one of my favorite brewery. Actually, I think one, my all-time favorite brewery, Sun King, over in Indianapolis. They posted about making a beer specifically for the same concepts, you know. And I was just like, wow, it's like it's just cool that us over here in Waterville are making a beer for like you know. Just really, really cool. That has to be exciting for you to see yeah, nationwide. Cool. So cool. And when John started, uh, you know, we had the the wonderful task of visiting breweries to ask everybody <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if they would like to participate. And we were hoping for 10, Jeff, and we got 29 <laughs> right, breweries that crazy. committed. And Is one, it was? I didn't it was 29, 29. 29. Yeah. We had Twin Oast, you know, from... As far as Catawba, we had Wild Ohio from Columbus. Everybody wanted to be a part of this All event. All the locals. All the locals. Right, um, right. Inside just the Five. Upside, uh, Ernest, upside funky. funky Turtle. I mean, everybody wanted um, to be. Yeah. Yeah. And we what I the Finley Brewing Company. We had BG Brewworks and Austere yeah. next to us at our yeah. table. Yeah. And what I've discovered through all of this, and even through your journey of building this, Tim, is what an amazing brotherhood breweries are. Yeah, we talk about it. It's pretty it. crazy. Oh, I love it. We talk it. about it a lot. We, we talk about I it love it. Show, How friendly uh, the the brewing community yeah. is. And, and it's it's weird. It's, it, it's like a trickle-down effect of, I think, the a little bit of the mindset of the people that like to brew beer, I think, mm-hmm. um, because it's not a rush process right things are fast when you're doing it and then 
you know, while it's fermenting. It's, hurry up and wait. Yeah, hurry up and wait, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and you don't get your results right away. So it's not like, you know, um, like people that are happy um, uh, like going shopping and that instant gratification of like, you know, buying your new favorite pair of shoes or shirt or whatever. It's not like that. It's hurry up and wait. Hurry right? up and wait. So, and you know, a good thing's um, coming. I think it builds patience and, and um, you yeah. know, people, people that are patient are, are very friendly. As well. They are. Friendly. And I even got that yeah. feeling and I got feedback from the event about, the Brotherhood of Breweries. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah. it was it was nice to hear. Did you see how hear. many, like, because I walked around several different times and checked things out, how many times I would, I'd, you know, be strolling back and forth, and there were a lot of people there, especially, like, um, the weather kind of got risky toward the end, so yeah. I think it cut it short a little bit. Um, the middle of the night, like, you could hardly walk like to get through there were you know yeah. so many people either in lines at yeah. breweries so tim's talking or about like this event it was hosted at it was downtown Salido, and i believe it was supposed to be like along hensville yep in hensville right? and then because yeah. of the weather with being so hot and chance of thunderstorms it got moved to basically inside the mudhen stadium which yeah, is, so laura can kind of talk oh, about that a little bit like that was mudhens and troy at mudhens I have to give a huge shout out to because of their uh, willingness to just go with whatever came their way. They just every their motto was not a problem. Anything we'll do, we'll do anything. Well, John used to be on the board of the Mud Hens a while ago. So when it came down to closing St. Clair, having it at Hensville, they said yes, give us a date. Um, so we picked the date. The Wednesday before, we had a walkthrough. We had it all set up, mm-hmm. everything. We had a tent for 450 yeah, people. It was all set up when I got there. Like, yeah. still. Oh, no way. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. like, game day. Like, you know, oh. like, literally game day. It was game day. And they, you know, Fleetwoods was open for us. They were serving food out of Fleetwoods for us. And they had wow. a, the fourth floor was air-conditioned for whoever needed it. Well, we got a call Thursday morning, and the call was out of safety for the number of people you have sold tickets to, we have to move this inside. And Troy again said, not a problem. We'll open the stadium for John. So they opened the stadium and they had staff. I can't remember the last time they opened the stadium for me. (laughs) (laughs) Or or anybody I actually know, like, you know. But the next time I know who to call. Uh, Troy. 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 <laughs> I think you'll remember yeah. that name. Yeah. But it's my brother's name, so it's, it's yeah. going to be easy to remember. So we got there, and staff was available and at our every need. How many tables yeah, do you need? How many right. tablecloths do you need? And wow. it just, we rolled with it. And one point of interest that I have to say is John stayed home so he could rest for the event because he would have been too, too exhausted. Tracy, his wife, I got there, and she had clipboards and boxes, and she never wavered. She never got upset or um, overwhelmed. Every question we asked her, she's like, let's just do it this way. She was an epitome of strength. Totally. It's crazy because, I mean, it was pretty – it was, like, well-run – to like just being there. It was, it was very well done. And we person. did that. Especially considering that day. 
Right. Like, exactly. think about it. It all got moved, right? So we, yeah. the logistics, no, the I logistics were done the, by two o'clock. The Mud Hens had some experience with it, yep. Troy, I'm assuming, but the staff at the Mud Hens, um, which were great to work with. Yeah. Because um, I know, like, for Brewfest in January, they've got it set up the same Yeah, yes. yeah. So they've done in, in, in a similar type of an event. So like they set beer, up all right? the brewery so, tables, and we yeah. took care of everything else, which was wonderful. Yeah, it worked out. But worked having out Mike and Laura from Ales for ALS and then uh, Carol and Emily from TDI, which is Therapy Development Institute in Boston, the four of them were there. Right. And they traveled the United States doing these events, and they were there saying, do this, do this, do this. And it was just clockwork right. with everybody. Which, Laura, you said, um, are, uh, how many tickets were sold for this event? Uh, the we sold 600 before August, and then the day of the event, we sold four, uh, 1,470 out of 1,500 possible. Jeez. Not, not all 14, not by the day of the event, right? By the day of the event. It was 1,470. Yeah, you were at 1,470. Oh, yep, by the day um, of the event, it was 1,470 because yeah. Hensville could, they said we had to cap it at 1,500. Yeah. Right, right. And, and honestly, yeah. Yeah. you would have easily in my opinion surpassed that potentially doubled it probably if there weren't the threat of bad with weather. the traffic totally. yeah Definitely. um I and totally agree. yeah like like it yeah but i mean still though that, that's a lot of people well what we general. expected with the heat and the threat of weather was people to say i made a donation i'm not going yeah. to go downtown because of the heat and right. Uh-uh. Right, consider it a no, donation. it was and, packed. Like, yeah. yeah, and it was cool because um, people like they were able to receive like a glass on their way out. Oh, that's you know, that's that another cool. wonderful story. Yeah, which I might want to hit you up on because um, as many as you need, I will get um, for you. Well, one would be nice. Would be nice. <laughs> I did, when like I left, class. I didn't go out the normal gate because I was carrying all the cash. Yes, I will get. I will get you each one. Um, yeah, that would be sweet. And what else is exciting with John being the humble man that he is? He and Tracy uh, want to take, they, they want Doug and Lisa Downing and myself to go with them to visit all 29 breweries, take glasses and ALS oh, t-shirts, oh, the one God. that I'm wearing today. Which are very comfortable, by the way. Very, and they want to bring them to all 29 brewers to say thank you for oh, their yeah. to their staff. And That's cool. Yeah, that's, so that'll be exciting. That's really cool. That's, see, that's... Um, Super cool, man. Yeah, that's... And and it's just like I so think cool it goes... That we were part of this. Uh, it goes back to, the, like, I think about it, and again, it gives me chills when I think about it, but... Uh, First, hearing this story, you you told me at work. I did. Right. So I brought, yeah, for those that don't in. know, Laura and I also work together in our like regular day gigs mm-hmm. um, at the city of Savannah. Um And you you had told me about um, John and this thing ideally happening. I think at the time it was just kind of like a conversation. I don't even know. If well, you was, were our first brewer um, to approach. I don't know if I it was uh, had yeah. access to you <laughs> during yeah. the day. Which, yeah, so yeah. I bombarded like, your office. Um, yeah. yeah. So and, and then um, and 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 I apologize. The the other fellow, Doug Downing. Doug. Yep. Yeah, Doug. Um, when um, Doug and I talked, I was like, "Hey, 
this brewery, this brewery. You know, I mean, I, I, I hopefully helped them a little bit because I was trying to give them ideas of the breweries that I know that um, are always connecting one to each other and to to like do charities and like step up. Well, that's what started the whole ball um, rolling, Tim, was the advice and the information you gave Doug and I. Um, well, they did it way better than probably I could have ever done it, I can tell you. <laughs> you were part of it. Um, they had two amazing bands come in. They did. Yeah, one um, of them was the Skittlebots. The yes. Skittlebots, really yeah, a and total local Gold. band. Um, and if you've never heard the Skittlebots, um, and looking out, sorry, for you <laughs> at home that have been by the brewery and have ever been here, we have a couple of deer walking out. They just keep out. catching Tim's eye. We can Tim's see eye. them the glass yeah, doors, yeah. yeah. I see them all yeah. the time, man. Um, Skillbots we, are a 90s cover band. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, they don't just cover, like, uh, some songs. Like, they're, like, a 90s cover band. Like, um, it's, it's almost like they switch channels. Like like they do a lot of uh, uh, what's the term for it? It'll come to me. Um, where they like blend different songs. There's a term for it. Um, uh, yeah, starts uh, with the Yeah, when it comes. God, um, anyway, uh, they played. I mean, you know, a normal band would play say like you know say thirty songs in, during their time. They probably played ninety. Wow! Because they, they played they like they same. would bring a clip in from one song that, I mean, and they never cool. missed a beat, right? So everybody in the band, they were so tight. Um, everybody in the band, like they know that transition's coming. Yeah. You got to know. Yeah, it's coming you got to know it's coming. It's a whole other song in the middle of oh, another song. How fun! You know? um, but anyway, yeah, they were fabulous. And then yeah, uh, Fleetwood uh, Gold. Yeah. which that's Chris Shutters, and he was yeah. on the podcast uh, a month yeah. ago, maybe yeah. or something. But yeah. You know, it's pretty pretty cool. Um, so I actually kind of took advantage of the Chris Shutter's connection being close to the band. So um, I had T-shirts that I brought, and I was just going to set them out on the table and give them away. And then I saw Chris warming up right when I walked in. I was like, dude, I got all these T-shirts. <laughs> you want to throw them out? I was going to say, like, did you do that? Yeah, so I Fun. did. Yeah, yeah. So he, he threw them out Fun. Um, somewhere apart. Actually, I got a question. Uh, maybe this is a stupid question, though. But, like, I guess just with you knowing John. Yeah. Um, like, when he thought of, like, the uh, this this event, um, you know, a year ago, like, how did, did did he just immediately think, like, oh, man, we have to, we should do an event, but, like, focus, like, breweries, specifically, like, out of anything. Like, I'd imagine, like, if he, is he just, like, a, a fan of um, craft beer in general? He is a fan. Definitely a fan, but with the ales for ALS and giving the hops to breweries, he was very excited to get that going and visiting all the breweries. It wasn't just, it was more personal for him because he got to visit breweries and talk to people and get to know people Uh like Tim and go. So we went to about six or seven, I think I missed maybe one or two. So they maybe went to 10 breweries and and face-to-face asked. That's cool. And said, would you be interested? And one other thing before I forget, this is 10 months of planning, and it was a daily task for both he and his wife. Friday after the event, so Friday morning, they were talking to Doug and Lisa and myself, and they said, well, next year when we do this. And Mm -hmm. Doug and Lisa and I thought, what? (laughs) 
after everything you've been through and they just they want to give back Jeez. they want to give back and it was 10 months of sheer exhaustion but that was their first thought the morning after yeah. the event wow that's amazing it is pretty cool yeah it's yeah, yeah. yeah. um let's segue a little bit into the beer yeah. um the beer which we've been drinking mine's about gone so I, i'm gonna have to walk over and fill <laughs> i it actually up slowed down finally um it's, that's why they call it bevies on tap. <laughs> ah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, at least for the ones that you. are sitting at home. <laughs> yeah. um, now my new friend Jeff. So, I'll support him too. Um, Thanks, Laura. <laughs> You're welcome. Jeff kind of went into we created our own recipe, and um, Jeff was integral in that. And I think mostly you and Troy kind of worked on that. Yeah. Which was a pale ale coming in at five point six percent. Yeah. Uh, very good beer. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan because mine's already gone. It's very good. Um, yeah, we thought of the pale because um, the alpha acids on the strain aren't too, um, they're not too high. And so we bittered it, obviously, with it in the boil, in the very beginning of the boil. But, you know, most of this beer comes from, like, all the additions that you add at the very end of the boil and then post-fermentation hmm. um, to boost the aroma even more. So, so the alpha acids are what add... Like the bitterness to beer. Oh, well, you did it um, perfectly. So <laughs> it is perfect. Yeah, so you know, um, and which was also interesting. I, I want to add, and this is to all the breweries that were out there and participated in this. Um, I didn't get to try everybody's, um, but uh, I did check out everybody's brew and the creativeness of what people brought mm-hmm. to the event. Yeah, that's what was cool. It was all different. Yeah. Everybody yeah, was so happy. Which is really sweet, and it tells the story of, like, brewing and, and passion to brew. Because it's their passion. They gave, they gave a recipe, right? Here's a, here's a basic recipe. At least you can work on, you can build on, or whatever. But there was so much variety to it. And it just is, again, the compliments to all the brewers out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just, like, cool. Thank you like, for share, doing this. You know, and... Like, I mean, you go over to, like, Quench and Temperance table. Over Craft there. beers are meant to be shared. They are meant to be shared. Oh, and, thank goodness. Uh, they had a West Coast IPA, and then you go to Upside, you know, right along the way. And I think they had a, they had, they had another form of an IPA. Um, but it was solid, man. Uh, Austere had a black IPA. Did they? Wow. Which I thought was creative with it. With That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Was that um, next to you? They were the fo- right the next to the band. first one next to the band. Okay, yeah. so I tried that so too. Them, yeah, and was I was really very impressed. Um, yeah. uh, They're at Bowling Green. Okay. Then I had Bowling Green, oh, then Green, yeah. us, yeah. then Finley, and then it moved down. Well, there was actually a big gap because um, there was like like permanent concession stand type things mm-hmm. from yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the Mud Hens. Right. So, yeah. yeah, we were locked by the band, which I didn't mind because I love music. Um, People still made their way over. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were definitely ones that, like, they were looking for Buffalo Rock. Um, uh, the other beer that we had on was the Blueberry. Yeah, we took and, our Blueberry Blonde out there as well. Um, so we had two different and, beers there. And it was gone. We blew, we blew two kegs of the Blueberry. That's awesome. Which is kind of right. actually, it's kind of uh, kind of wild, like seeing how many breweries were there, you know. So like you know, like when you're part of an event like that, and uh, there's that many breweries there with along with that many people there, you know, all wanting to try all these different breweries. It's like 
I think if you go through a couple kegs of beer, it's a, that's a win, you know? Yeah. Like, like, I think that's kind of it. Like we were, we were shocked. Yeah. I even had the experience of trying a couple different beers and one of, I, I don't remember who it was. I said that I love hazies and IPAs and they said, well, go down the way and try theirs. Right. Oh, and I yeah, just, totally. I love that. Yeah, totally. yep. yeah. That's just how it always is. I just, I even, love that. Even like serving beer. Um, I guarantee you whoever serves beer at any brewery you go to, um, if they're friends, if they have a pretty solid like connection in their city where they're at mm-hmm. and somebody comes in, um, I bet you, at least if the person serving the beer like knows, you know, um, if they know, if yeah. they know the breweries, if they know the breweries, the area, like, I can tell you if they know, then you should go check out. Yeah. Go try yeah. this. Yeah. Check out yeah. You know, if uh, they know, and they, they, yeah, I think it's, um, we're in from town and we don't know where to go. Oh, yeah. we should go check out the stout. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially if, if, if they know beers and they know like, uh, which breweries make like yeah. certain totally. beers. Right. Yeah. 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 It just didn't sure. seem like it was a, a task for the brewers to show up. It just felt like they were excited to be there and they oh, were I think we all excited to be part of it. And that yeah. was the vibe of the whole event was happiness and friendship. Yeah. Jeff and I have talked about this a lot, um, uh, even on the podcast, like serving at the event, being at the table sure, is probably the coolest experience. Oh, I bet. Um, especially more for him these days because he's actually like brewing the beer, right? So, so you get to see people um, taste what you like, brew like right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right in yeah, front yeah. of so, you. Yeah, exactly. I bet. At the same right? time, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool to see, especially like... You know, if you can actually tell that they like really like yeah. beer, you know, then you're like, oh, cool. And then you can talk, have a conversation with them right there. Oh, have you have you been to Buffalo Rock before? And um, you know, if they say no, I'll be like, oh, come check us out because we've got you know 17 other beers. That, yep, plenty have more. Have a conversation with them, and it's all about making these people feel. You know, for, if they're trying your beer for, for the first time at these festivals, it's about you know making them feel uh, some sort of connection with you, like you know making them feel comfortable and and just. All around, you know, and giving them a to place to it. land to try something else. Basically, yes. at yeah, your yeah. at your brewery. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And Tim, you have an experience you shared with me with John. Yeah. So, um, kind of two two experiences. Oh, um, at, the, at the event. At yeah, the event. So, yeah. Uh, at the event. Um, the first one, which I think was more emotional, um, definitely like kind of shook me a little bit more um i was at the table i set up as it was before the public was in and um but all the brewers were pretty much set up maybe the like um vips there might have been some of that kind of stuff where some people were in but definitely this was before it was busy and um i saw john walk and and he was coming down and yeah, I don't even think the band was playing at this point in time. Um, or they, maybe they were warming up and, um, I went out and said hi and he recognized me right away. Now take in mind, he's only seen me once. <laughs> That's John. He's, he, he's met me here at the brewery, yeah. but he recognized me. Um, and, um, we said our hellos and I just said to him, you know, this is pretty amazing what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah right on. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I'm taken back. Floored is a good like like 
um, very humbled to know a guy that's this like yeah. like um, I don't know yeah inspired no totally yeah man. you know yeah um, so we 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 were talking and and I think it it got him emotionally stirred up and. Mm. Um, he started to tear up, and he was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, and and he, he could, like, see him trying to, like, suck the tears back in, you know. Um, and it's weird because I didn't – that is not – I wasn't trying to trigger anything emotionally yeah. um, as much as yeah. paying a giant respect. And um, it's weird as fate may be or, or, or whatever. Um, the wind blew. And I had a board on our um, the front of our table with a list of the beers that we had on tap, and it blew the board over. It also blew the glass over that I was trying our beer to make sure, you know, the bubbles were right. Yeah. You know, as, as you should before every event. Of course. Because um, I wasn't there to help you right, to right, taste yeah, test. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it broke, and I it was a glass because I took glasses... I grabbed a bunch of glasses because oh, okay. I was giving them away, yeah. and um, it broke the glass on the ground. Yeah, kind of wild. Like in the front of the table, right? Shattered, but it snapped like that. Both of you, yeah, yeah kind of for both of us because it I was think, it was uh, like um, uh, you know, I'm in the position I you know you never know what to say or the right thing to say and and you know, it was divine um, intervention. Uh, right. It was uh, yeah. It, yeah, it really cool was. Um, it, it got you back. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of, yeah, for me, it got me into like cleaning up glass and <laughs> spill beer. Yeah. And it's like, and oh, shucks, you know, and it just lightened the mood a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he got, I, I think what he was really doing, honestly, was walking around and taking it all in like, wow, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. you know, at least I would have been like, this all came together like this. Yeah. Um, and then the, at the end of the night, um, it was toward the end, and again, now the crowd had kind of thinned out a little bit because the threat of storms was kind of yeah, I mean, people were walking up to the table to talking like nine thirty ish or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, uh, they, they, uh, I think this is before because they eventually, I think they cut the band short by about a half an hour. Did they? And they were like, "Okay, everybody, yeah. just to get everybody home stuff. safely." Yeah, they wanted yeah. to get everybody out. It was safe. a gnarly storm that night. So. Um, yep. So, uh, but. John, I saw him walking, and he, like, I could see, like, it was, like, lasered. He was looking, he was for, looking for He was at least looking for our table. Yeah. And he was coming back to taste um, our version of the oh, ALS right beer, yeah. the pale ale. Chuck Shindig. Mm, Chuck Shindig. His baby. Chuck Shindig. So Chuck Shindig, and I hope you're listening still. Might need a little uh, explanation, yes. huh? Yeah, good, yeah uh, so Chuck Shindig, um, as we were making the beer at Buffalo Rock, um, getting prepared for this event, we, it was weird. We had had the conversation like, what do we name this thing? And we, you know, we wanted to do something like most of our beers. We We try to do things that connect to the community and to to uh, sometimes to historical figures and things like that. Um, and so... That have meaning. We, we were trying to, yeah, we were trying yeah. to find something that, that has meaning that connects it, right? Yeah, totally. 
and um, so we we were throwing around some different ideas, and I messaged Laura. Yes, you did. And I was like, "Hey, Laura, we're trying to find something that's like connects, you know, basically that, right?" And like, I don't know, it wasn't very long. You you, you shut I, off like two or three things to me, but this one was like, "Yep, bam!" Oh. And then you also told me the story behind. Well, it was amazing that the day you text me is the morning I woke up with the idea because the night before we met with our MC who is Vince Croce, who is a long time family friend, neighborhood friend. He's a VC, the MC. And we said, we have to have him because his energy is amazing for he this event. Great. And I got to oh give gosh. him a shout out because he came up and interviewed us. He's so fun. Um, actually on this specific thing. Did he? The, He's the just audition. so much fun. So, the night of that um, meeting to get him up to speed and what he's supposed to say and do, we were all just having fun with John Schinharl's last name. And I just said, this is going to be quite a shindig. Well, I went to bed, woke up the next morning, and I thought, oh, his baby, his, his, he has two doodles. Well, he has three dogs, two doodles, and then a little teeny tiny Reggie. <laughs> but his favorite dog is Charlie, whom he always calls Chuck. And I got, I had the pleasure of being on vacation with he and his wife and Doug and Lisa in Michigan. And one day he said, I miss Chuck. I mean, Chuck is just his dog, his person, I guess, if you want to say. So I text Tim right back and I said, what about Chuck's shindig? Tim seemed, uh, you just really seemed to like it. I gave you the meaning behind it. And overall, man, it's sweet. It's just, it says everything. Yeah. Because it was a shindig. Yeah, so that's kind of how, like, it was so weird at the event. Um, uh, The MC. Vince Croce, yeah. Yeah, Vince. Vince, yep. Yeah, so um, Vince came up and kind of, I think, met every brewer there. I believe it. Every brewing company. (laughs) He has amazing energy. And um, so later on in the thing, he announced each of the breweries that were there participating um, and he was, he was really good at it. And like, he's so good at it, and, oh, yeah. like making it fun to listen to. Um, and, uh, so he gave a shout out to Chuck Shindig. And then later on, he's like, Hey, if, can we talk about the Shindig thing? Like the story behind, cause I told him what it was Oh, about. did you? Cool. And so he came back and asked like, if we could talk about it. And then like, what I didn't realize it's like a live clip. He's like, Hey, you know, I thought I was going to have a couple takes. Like, oh, this one didn't go good. Let's, you know, start over. But no. yeah, no, what a um, cool, it was really cool. What a cool name. And I know uh, Troy, your brother, one of the owners here, uh, his wife made a, some artwork for it. Oh my so, gosh, that's taken yeah. off like crazy. Yeah, and it's like literally like she she uh, the watercolor with the dog. Yes, yeah. and every time so I Laura sh- sent me the picture of of yes. Chuck. Oh, right, cool. So that's oh, so, okay, so, and that's how that. she got yeah, it. Yeah, yep. that's how that. Okay. So cool. that actually is Chuck. And every time I showed it to somebody, I always had to enlarge the name tag. I'm like, look, it says Chuck. <laughs> yep. oh, man. But I, I don't know if this is too much, but um, John and Tracy have introduced me to uh, a life-changing um, event for me. A year and a half ago, they shared their church with me. So I felt that and I hope this isn't too much, that God laid it on my heart, the Chuck's shindig, because that would not leave my head. 
And I even gave it a day, and I finally told uh, Tim, maybe the next day, just go ahead and go with it. And it has just exploded. The family is buying. They just they want everything with Chuck's shindig on blankets, phone cases, ornaments, prints for their house. And it, it just has a lot of meaning. And I felt that it was laid on my heart to do it. That's, and that's, with your help, Tim, it has come to fruition. Well, yeah, I've had a lot of help. I mean, honestly, like at Buffalo Rock, we're Karen's amazing artist. There's a team that brings this all <laughs> together. Honestly, like you know, the artwork, Karen, my sister-in-law does it. Um, Jeff here, not only doing the podcast and keeping bevies on tap rolling, um, also brews all the batches and brewed this specific batch, and it just. Um, I'm fortunate to be surrounded by good people. Well, because of John that's, and Tracy, I'm, I'm learning to listen, and it's exciting when you listen. Yeah, totally, yeah. right. So I love being part of this. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just knowing, like, um, creating a beer, making a beer, and then, you know, to have it be a part of something like this is pretty, uh, pretty cool as a... Uh, as a person who's deciding to pursue this, like, you know, to make, try to make a living off of or whatever. It's pretty cool. Well, a year and a half ago, I was floundering. I was struggling. And Tim has been a good friend of mine for a long time. And a year and a half ago, they said, why don't you try our church? I did, and I never stopped. And it has changed my life. So thanks to John and Tracy saying, come with us. I'm now a better person and healthy, and I'll be here for a long time. Right on, man. Right on. It's powerful stuff, man. It is. Um, yeah, can't, can't say enough about John and um, what kind of person that I see and am impressed with. And um, Laura, thank you for coming out and doing this. Thank you yeah. for asking. Seriously, I appreciate it. This is, uh, is, uh, not only like just for coming out and doing this, but also like just for like having buffalo rock be a part of something like this yeah you were, you were the yeah. first person really, really the cool. first brewery like, i wanted to approach so um it's very humbling yeah. like i think the whole experience for me has been very humbling oh totally um at the same time rewarding um because it's um it is a blessing to be part of it also yeah. like oh, yeah. you know totally um agree. the way you take it so um Coming up on the next episode. Yeah, so for those listening, we're, we'll, we'll be talking about, um, we're releasing two different Oktoberfests this year, this season, um, and so we're going to, it'll probably be a shorter episode, but we're going to just talk about the differences between the two, and I believe when this comes out, or when that episode comes out, they should be on tap. Be about yeah. release week anyway, yeah, right? So, yeah, yeah. So that's what right. you can expect, or what you can expect next week. All right. Everybody, I hope you have a great day, and thanks for listening. And with that, that's a wrap for Bevy's on Tap. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.